Hi, and welcome to Women in the Business Arena. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, success strategist for women in business, and I'll soon be joined by my dear friend and co-host, Laura Shuk Guzman, an amazing psychotherapist who works with women entrepreneurs. Every week, we dive into juicy topics relevant to women in business. We reframe the lens on business so women just like you know how to achieve not just success, but fulfillment and freedom. We've learned through decades of being entrepreneurs, mothers, and multiple business owners how to conquer the business arena. And the thousands of women we have worked with have given us insights and wisdom to share with you. We get honest, vulnerable, and real about what we've seen and experienced. We would love for you to join us in our Facebook group, Women in the Business Arena. And if you want to get even more support, visit womeninthebusinessarena.com. Okay, let's get started. Hi, and welcome to the Women in the Business Arena podcast. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Laura Schutt-Guzman. Hey, Laura. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm happy to be here in this space, in this moment with you. Me too. And I'm happy to slow down for a minute. And that just happens to be the topic we're going to talk about today. The art of slowing (laughs) down, right? Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite topics. Yes. Because even actually as we think about this conversation conversation right now, like us having this talk, I can feel my body relax a little bit. Like, oh, we're going to talk about slowing down. (laughs) (sighs) Right? Because everything around us in this modern time, in this 21st century of always being plugged in and checking and just on, it's really hard to find moments where you're intentionally slowing down, I feel. You know, it's like it's unless I'm really noting it, I can get caught up in all the hustle and all of the constant energy. And those of us that live in urban settings and cities and traffic and, you know, it's all around us. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) And and then I'm just going to talk really slow as well. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, uh, I I completely agree. Like I think we it is it has to be such a deliberate take on things. Like we have to choose to slow down because all of our um, bodies and lives and circumstances and everything are all pushing us to go faster. And so I think you know it has to be a deliberate choice to slow down. And and I really want to talk about this in context of business because I feel like the whole world around business is like speed up, hustle go busy, busy, get shit done. You know, it's like all this stuff and not enough people are talking about actually, if you want to really succeed in business, slow down. Yeah. It's such a superpower. And for some reason, so hard for people to get around, um, to actually get behind it and be like, yeah, that makes sense. I think that it's very uncomfortable for us because our rhythms have gotten so out of sync with what's natural or like the, even like the natural world, like that's why we want to go and we want to be in, um, in nature, want to be around rivers, streams, trees, Mm. mountains, you know, because it's like, it helps us remember our rhythms. So I think we've like lost that feeling of what is that, slower pace because we've been 
caught up in that fast energy and it just becomes what's familiar and what we know. And it becomes harder to even recognize that we've sped up, you know? Yeah. And I actually think that's a good place to start because I think, you know, really for all listeners and, you know, even inside myself is what I'm doing right now is like, just if we can feel where are we now? Like, how are we operating in our business and in our lives? Does it feel like it's a nice, good, slow pace? Does it feel like we're speeded up? Does it feel like everything's a constantly a race and we're, you know, just trying to fit everything in and slot everything in? And, and, you know, what do we need to do to be able to shift and change that? Because I don't know about you all, but I really don't like trying to squeeze everything in. And I'm actually in a week like that where it's, you know, really busy and there's a lot going on and I'm trying to squeeze all these things in and this isn't how I want to operate. So I think it's good to reflect and look at how are you operating on a daily basis? And maybe we have, we all have tough weeks. We've talked a lot about that. There is an ebb and a flow, but if consistently you are feeling fast and beyond a pace, that is what you want to experience, then this is something to look at. Yes. And I think that often people don't know where to start and they think, well, I'm in this frantic pace. So even if they're noticing it right now, it's like, what do I do about it? Mm. And honestly, just the deep breathing that I started doing while we got on this call, I'm like, wow, I just was shallow breathing before I was like trying to just like you, like one thing, get this ready and then on to the next. And like simply like wherever you are, whether you're in your car listening to this or you're making dinner or you're somehow working and listening to this, I can never work and listen to podcasts at the same time. But if you're one of those, like stop for a moment and you're going to, maybe you're on the treadmill at the gym, like just, um, notice your breath. Like if you're exercising, it would be hard to catch a deep breath, but just notice the breath, you know, that is where we can start. I believe is just simply for five minutes or even two, like noticing where we are in our body and noticing our breath. And, you know, I recently read, um, or definitely not read, I heard somebody was telling me about this research that um, I can't cite the source, but they said, you know, it takes the average person 25 minutes to recover from the interruption of a phone call. Mm. And think about how many times we are interrupted in our day by a notification, a ding, <laughs> a text, uh-huh. an email, not even calls. <laughs> it's like calls are rare for me. You know, it's really, it's all the other notifications. And those are going to be a little bit quick to recover. They were calculating that phone calls may have a content, may have material, something you're processing, but notifications are constantly happening and, and showing up in our um awareness and that all the energy that it's just taking to keep ourselves focused and like bringing ourselves back to whatever we're doing. Um, oh yeah. I remember it's called a new, there's an, it's a new field, um, called interruption science. And I guess it's a new field because it's like so common that we don't do things like for long periods of time. We are constantly interrupted because of the world that we live in right now. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's really interesting. Cause I think, yeah, constant interruptions all day 
you know, and with kids and with family and with, you know, business and with the phone and with communication. I mean, there's so many ways that our attention and focus is disrupted. And we don't, and, and I guess it would be better if we allowed ourselves or committed to the balance, the other side of that, you know, committed to letting ourselves not have any interruptions for an hour, for two hours, for a half day, for a full day. But it's that, it's that constant depletion of our attention that I think creates such a challenge and a struggle. And why is this relevant to business? Well, what I feel is that we are losing our capacity to function properly in our business. And because we're so focused on speed and endurance and pushing and growth, we're, we're not actually ever stabilizing um, or really creating a business that serves us. Yes, yes. Because you that stabilization comes from the reflection, like the space mm. from the experience of running your business, like constantly in your business, use that terminology as well. Like when we're like working in the business and not on the business, when we're constantly in the experience with no space um, to process or reflect on what's happening, then our businesses can really be um, impacted in a negative way because so much of what we do as entrepreneurs is that we are creators and we are innovators because we're looking for new solutions. We see that our clients are struggling. We have a solution. Maybe it's something that we've come up with on our own. It's a creative expression. Maybe it's something we've learned and then we're creatively teaching it. Whatever it is, it takes energy to be able to see it and um, continue that creative output. And the speed if it's not in a, you know, if it's never paused, it's always fast and speeding, speeding up more and more and more. Um, then we're really missing, I think, treasures of intuition and reflection and that space and stillness, you know, that that's where the good stuff is, I think. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, if you look at it in terms of skill building, which I obviously talk about a lot, and it's something I talk to my clients about a lot, you know, that what we're really trying to do is skill build so that that you're a master of the skills that you need to run an effective business, a successful business, but also have freedom. You know, that skill building component, if you look at something you've tried to build a skill in, you know, whether that's music, if you've ever you know played an instrument or whether that's yoga and you wanted to improve your skills and being able to go deeper into some of the yoga positions or, you know, whether that's, you know, all the, all the many, many things where we build skills and we think of it in terms of building a skill. We've allowed ourselves the space to practice. We've allowed ourselves the space to learn like a new piece of it and then habitualize it. So, you know, if you're learning an instrument, You might learn a chord as an example on a guitar, but until you play that chord really well or until you've learned to use the pick or whatever it is, you know, you're not going to add on, you know, a whole nother level of guitar playing. You're going to learn the different pieces slowly until you've practiced and there's a habit and there's an, there's a, you know, an understanding, but I don't feel like we give ourselves permission to do that in our business. And this is one of the reasons I always encourage my clients to slow down, you know, slow down, 
build skills, practice one thing until it's really, you know, you're a master of it. And so, you know, this, I think is something we need to think about, um, in terms of, of business. Yes. And it's, a skill that we don't practice a lot, um, or, you know, that we're not encouraged to practice a lot. I think, um, this is me thinking about the culture of like the startup, um, the grind, the glorifying of the grind, the busyness badge, like these things that we've talked about in the past, you know, these, this dominant culture is making everything, all of that speed even look more exciting or like, it looks like that's how we're supposed to be. Don't you think like that, that's kind of, that's the problem too. We're not practicing it because we don't even see that that's, um, a positive. It's not presented and often enough, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no, I I completely agree. It's, it's like the opposite. We're taught that it's better to do, to create shallow skills, really like, you know, just get it done good enough, just get it done. Like I see this constantly in, um, in the, you know, the masculine paradigms, which is like, you know, the get shit done. That's a whole new movement. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes people come to me and they're like, yeah, I just, I think I need to just have that mentality. And I'm actually, well, I'm not the one to work with you if that's the mentality you want, because I'm not going to help you just get shit done. You know, I'm going to help you choose the right things and, you know, actually be productive with things and actually, you know, do things that are in service to you and not just do things to get them checked off your list. Um, but yeah, and you see this in like a lot of ways that it's not about quality. It's about quantity. How much did you get done? How much did you check off your list? How much money did you make? Does it matter the quality of those things? It's so much more focused on the quantity and the, you know, the check mark and the dopamine hit that you got it done and, you know, all of those pieces. Whereas I think we need to, we've got to slow down and start to look at the quality of everything we're doing and everything we're experiencing. Because what I find is so many women got into business for freedom, for ease, for balance, and they absolutely have none of that. And part of it is that mentality that they've got to speed things up, grow fast, do everything, you know, instead of actually slowing down, being more deliberate and practicing. Yes, yes. And, you know, as you were talking, it made me think about, you know, I'm in the health and wellness entrepreneurial world. And I feel that there's this, um, a lot of us are moving away from sort of that fitness, um, methodology of, of like the, the stronger, the better. I mean, there's still plenty of people in that world, but a lot of the entrepreneurs in my world are like, okay, I'm not going to just think about, um, fitness as like getting stronger and enduring more and winning that race. I'm going to think about wellness. I'm going to think about my whole Mm. self and I'm going to think about sustainability. And so it's interesting as you were talking about like people kind of looking to check things off or get shit done that to me kind of fits into that paradigm of, um, marking off like how, you know, how many reps of this can I do? How far can I go? How much further can I go tomorrow? And it's just constantly this goal setting and reach the goal and goal setting and reach the goal. And it is about endurance. Like how much can I endure? And I feel like the masculine model has done a lot of like trophies for that. Like, here you go. Like you are the winner. Like you are enduring so much. It's amazing. And that makes you valuable. And I think the other side of that, the one that I'm really embracing is more feminine in that it is the long game that we talk about. It's sustaining energy. So how Mm. do I sustain 
my business. Do I need to speed up right now? Maybe so. Maybe there's a lot going on this week. I can speed up a little bit. I'm getting shit done. But then I'm putting a day on my calendar next week where I'm going to reflect and I'm going to slow down and I'm going to tune in. You know, so there's nothing wrong with the speeding of energy up when there's maybe a deadline or I mean, we all have those things in our life. But I think what we're missing is realizing the value of um, the repair or the rest. Like if you're going to run the marathon, you're not going to run two back to back. Like you're going to run it um, or even sprint. You're going to sprint and then you're going to rest and repair and recover. Yep. And then you're going to sprint. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really, if you think about a marathon, actually, I mean, we love this metaphor of running, obviously we use it often, but you know, if you think in terms of that, I mean, someone who's preparing for a marathon does a lot of practice, right? They do a lot of training. They do repetitive things. They chop wood and they carry water with, with you know, what they need to do in order to be able to run that marathon or run that sprint if they're doing a sprint, whatever it is. And I think, yeah, we've lost the value and what we're creating in our businesses in terms of practice and building strengths and, you know, really slowing down so that we might accomplish less in a year, but we, it's so much, it's in so much more depth and so much more beauty and so much more fulfillment in what we actually create. And, you know, this is something that I worked on with my clients, you know, at the end of last year, um, you know, being able to start to look at planning goals for 2019 is to actually like plan less have less goals. Like don't just plan less, but have less goals. Have one theme, have no more than three things for the whole year. Like I think we're always trying to rush the process and trying to create faster. And and believe me, I know I've been guilty of this because I compare myself to others and what the world tells me I should want and what the world tells me I should stretch to instead of being able to actually feel, I don't want to move fast. I don't want to make a million dollars this year. I I don't want to have to like be so stressed and hire every, all these people and be able to have all this responsibility. I want to slow down. I want to stabilize. I want to actually create the life I want. And, you know, I think we're not always taking all of that into effect. Yes, I think so. Or, you know, it's definitely not always consistent. Um, the goals that we have maybe are more responsibility and more of this and more of that. And then we're we're thinking, I need to slow down this year. There are certain um, ways of being intentional. You know, I'm setting more boundaries with others in then more so than I have in the past because I've definitely been an over-functioner. I like to over-function. I like to jump in there and get that done for somebody or, um, you know, just say yes too many times. So, like, for me, it's realizing it's important to say no more often Um, to those responsibilities, because that means saying yes to my own access to not only myself and my family, but to this stillness within me. Mm. I've become very clear recently that I require (laughs) a lot of stillness. And Mm. that doesn't always mean a formal meditation practice, although I do like to meditate regularly, but it also is just like intentional stillness or quiet like in the car, you know, just turning off the radio and just, especially when I'm alone, like with kids, there's still things going on, but I'm, I'm alone. The kids get out, go to school. 
And, and that's one thing I really missed when I lived in Europe because I loved not having a car. And, and yet when I came back to the States, it was like, oh my gosh, I have them in this car all the time. But I've become um, adjusted to the fact that the car can become a sanctuary if I just mm. turn everything off and I just let myself be still with my thoughts. I'm still obviously driving, but yeah, there's little ways in which I have to find that stillness and maybe just a five minute walk around the block or, you know, and that's helping me be able to be true to myself. And that means I have to think differently about my goals or about my plans because I can't really say yes and do all the things and, and have enough time for that stillness practice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, I, I, I feel that on such a deep level because I feel like I've really learned a lot about my capacity, you know, over 2018, like, you know, where my capacity limits are, what I'm capable of, what level of endurance I actually even want to attain, <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I just don't need to have any more endurance. That's so good enough. And, and what, one of the things I learned is that, yeah, the stillness and the space was, it's actually imperative to my functioning. And every time I take that out of my calendar and sometimes it happens, you know, I have a busy week or a busy life or something, some circumstance takes over. Um, whenever I take that stillness and that experience out of my week, my capacity to function is very low and how I'm in service to my clients is more challenging. How, like even thinking like, you know, I have, I've had days where my capacity was low and I'm just trying to put a training together as an example. And normally trainings take me like an hour or two hours and I'm really fast and I'm good at training. And then I might spend eight hours and it's like not coming together. And I know that there is, you know, something that reminds me or triggers me to basically be like, I'm at a really low capacity and what gives me energy and what creates more success for me is that stillness. And there's so many ways around it. I mean, for me, I do the float tank. Um, so like a sensory deprivation tank that is, it really is just bliss. Like it is just amazing. Um, yesterday I went and had a massage because I just needed to get back into my body. I needed some, I needed just to not do anything and, and almost to have someone massage some things out of me. (laughs) So it was like, you know, I used that as my stillness or even just sitting and watching and observing people or sitting in the rain, you know, and looking at the rain, there's all these really small ways we could have stillness, but so often we allow things to interrupt us, like we were saying earlier. So, you know, if we've got our phone or we've got our computer, we don't really have stillness because it's like this message interrupts the stillness and, you know, this, this ding and this notification and we're, it's just about, I think we've got to prioritize and we've got to really look at, um, why this is so important and how to craft a lot more slowness and a lot more stillness into our daily life and into our work life. Yes. Yes. And you know, the stillness of the morning time, like if you can just not turn on any devices until a certain time, like some people are like, I just can't find any time in the day. But you know, if you get up early before kids, I get, if you have little ones and they're waking you up, it's hard. But if you've got just a little bit of time in the morning or in the shower and just turning the phone off or putting it on airplane or just, you know, knowing that you don't have to be 
um, responsive to anybody for a certain amount of time. Just being still with your morning, you know, cup of coffee or tea, I think is really a great way to experiment with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I want to say too, you know, this is, we're definitely not, um, alone in this. Um, if you're listening and you're like, oh my gosh, I've been, um, struggling with this for some time. This is a definite, a conundrum of the modern age. And they actually, um, are shown research is showing that millennials are really struggling, um, with being able to take vacations because they've become like so connected to Instagramming all of their experiences when they're on <laughs> vacation. Um, and that it's hard to be in the moment cause you've got to get that perfect sunset photo or that selfie under the palm tree or whatever, you know, it's like all the things. And, um, so there's some companies that are actually emerging in the hospitality world and hotels and their whole thing is going off grid. Like this one actually takes, um, group tours, like to places where they can't, they have to put their phones away and they're giving like a, a, you know, like a dummy phone, they call it for emergencies. And like, they're all there together going it without their phones and having more experience. And that that's what they reported, um, that the tourists are reporting that they're in millennials that they're craving is being with the experience, being there in the moment. And so all of these things that we're doing in our business we can be even more tethered to our devices because it's our business. Like we're, especially if you're doing online programmings or you need to check with in with clients constantly. So I just think it's so important to know that this is kind of a change in human evolution right now, the way that we're learning to interact with technology and technology is not going to go anywhere, but we can learn to be healthier in our interaction with it and start taking, I think, certain um, steps towards setting boundaries with it, being mindful that there are other things that we need in our life to be in the experience of being human. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and that's just it. I feel like we've really lost something, you know, over the, the, the years and the decades and the centuries, you know, that we've, we've lost some connection to self and some connection to slowing down and to the natural pace of ourselves and the world. And so what we're saying is like, you have to be deliberate about this. Like you're not going to naturally slow down because the whole world is moving fast. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to have to decide to do it, but the value of that means that you know, on a business level, you're going to be functioning at better capacity. You're going to be more in in service to the clients that you work with. You are going to actually be way more successful. Like your business will be more stabilized. There's so many benefits that we don't equate to slowing down and being more connected and letting go of, of some of our, you know, devices and quick fixes and notifications and selfies. And, you know, like all of those things, they're, they're, actually contributing to our ill health and they're contributing to the ill health of our business. And I don't think we always see that and equate that. And so, you know, what we're hoping to do here is just bring to attention, you know, the importance of it and how little ways you can start to do that in your life. I mean, sometimes it's just about setting boundaries. You know, you've seen some people do that in terms of their emails where they've got sort of these automatic replies that say, you know, I don't answer my emails between this time and this time. I check my emails twice a day. So just know that I'll respond when I, when I have that time or 
might be that we turn our phones off and just choose not to answer it at certain times of the days. Um, you know, my husband, it drives him crazy because, you know, he's been trained in the corporate world. If you get a phone call and you've got, you're in a business, you answer it at any time. Like you just, you answer it. It could be, <laughs> it could be a client, it could be a prospect, it could be a sale, you know? And I'm like, no, I don't answer yeah. it unless I'm open to answering calls at any given moment. I'm very deliberate with answering my phone. I just I let it go to vo- voicemail. If they don't leave me a voicemail, they didn't want me bad enough. So, you know, like mm-hmm. it, it's the it's the mentality and the framework we have and it's the decisions that we make. And I think, you know, the, you know, the, the sort of twofold things we're talking about. One is, uh, you know, deliberately choosing to slow down, but the other is really recognizing the value because if you don't recognize the value, it's hard to deliberately choose it. Yes. And to understand that when you first start trying some of these practices, you might feel a little uncomfortable because mm-hmm. you are so sped up and you are kind of resetting your pace. And so it's normal. I it, People come into Soma Vida all the time, which is wellness co-working. And we have intentional quiet spaces. We have community, but there's a lot of focus on being still and being quiet and being surrounded by like-minded community. And it's really funny when people are are used to the um, crossover talk and the loud music and like the coffee shop atmosphere. They're like, oh my gosh, it's so quiet in here. Um, And they literally just feel uncomfortable because it's not what they're used to. So I just want to remind people that that's normal. Think of all the things that you've ever had to change or do differently. When you start doing that, it can feel a little uncomfortable. But to remember that the stillness is and the slowing down is where I believe creativity lies like in the Mm. depths, in your inner work, in your inner spaces, like that is where you're mining the gold, right? Where those are the Mm. ideas and the new solutions that are going to come for your business. They're not going to come through that phone. They're not going to show up on your notification. They're not going to come from that rapid pace. You're going to be too busy to see it if it does, you know? Well, and and not just creativity and innovation, which I love that you said that, but also integration. Integration only comes in the stillness. And also stability comes in the stillness, Mm. right? Because it's the recognizing of things. It's the integration of them. It's the the understanding of them. It's the depth of them that allow us to truly stabilize. So, you know, that's the part is that so much comes out of the space of stillness. And yet, that we have so little of it in our lives. Yes. Yes. Integration. Yes. And that was what I was speaking to earlier is that I have learned that I will get quite grumpy. I will start to feel very dissatisfied and discontent when I haven't had enough time for that stillness because I, I need that reflection. I need time away from the experience to reflect and integrate it. So I'm glad that you brought that integration in. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. All right. Well, so we're going to wrap up, but what I will just say is that if you want a lot more success in your business, it's not about speeding up. It's actually about slowing down. So maybe start to contemplate things that will allow you to slow down this year, that will allow you to stabilize and integrate and find the stillness and creativity and just really be who you are and find more fulfillment and joy and acceptance and, you know, freedom, really. So, yes, 
Yes. Slowing it down, making it more simple, (laughs) taking deep breaths. Right. I love it. So thank you all for joining us and we will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Add to the conversation in our Facebook group, Women in the Business Arena. You can also access all of our episodes and some great resources at womeninthebusinessarena.com. Our mission is to arm more women with the tools, strategies, and know-how to navigate the business arena with ease. We need more women in power and with the resources to change the world. If you are enjoying the show and want to support our mission, please help us spread the word. You can write a review on iTunes or share it with your friends. A huge thank you to all of you who've commented, reviewed, and shared our show. We're so appreciative of your support. Okay, see you next week.